You are now tuned in to 3 Plus 1, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the 3 Plus 1 podcast. 3 Plus 1 is a multi-generational podcast that crosses lines with zennial and millennial voices. Political issues, social matters, and popular culture are explored weekly in a segmented format that engages, informs, and sometimes uplifts. Hello and welcome back to the 3 Plus 1 podcast where this week we are joined by Rolling Out Live Personalities Lipstick. And Konya. What's up? So, welcome back for our Tuesday episode. And we are, yeah, we're glad that you guys are here. Uh, On yesterday, we talked about, you know, the evolution of your program and how you guys have been really getting getting lots of opportunities and extending out those opportunities. Last year, when you were on the show, Lipstick, we talked about your husband, and he may not have been as clear about what this would do and how it would impact the family. How has your work in the media impacted your home life? Well, I mean, right now, we're still in the building stages and laying the foundation as it pertains to me and Cognac. So, he's supportive, but, you know, he's like, okay, when the big check's coming in, when the check's rolling. But he's very supportive. But I think that also brings up, a you bring up a really great point, is that you guys right now are very successful in terms of being booked, in terms of opportunities, in terms of lots of promotions, lots of followers, but the money isn't coming Fame in comes clearly. before money. It does, and a lot of people don't realize that. Can you speak on that? Child, I'm just waiting on that check. <laughs> That's all I can really say. I mean, How long are you willing to wait? I mean, well, this is the thing. It's a long game. So it for is a me, long game. I'm just really trying to build my foundation, and I'm trying to... My outlook on this is more of a marathon versus a sprint. So I want to do things and put put processes in place where it's not I won't get burnt out and I won't get disenfranchised by it too soon. But, but that is the argument behind the scenes so. that I, myself and Cognac have. But this is what her work husband got to say. So Cognac is getting checks. And the reason Cognac is getting checks is Cognac is out there networking and doing what he's supposed to do. Wait a minute, Cognac is getting checks. Cognac is getting checks. So it ain't the best checks, but I was about to say. No, I ain't gonna lie. But Cognac is getting paid now because Cognac has put in the work and I'm out here meeting people. Lipstick has the same potential as Cognac does. For one, because you guys, people who love Lipstick, and people who love Cognac, because people love both. Lipstick is a movement with women. Right now, it's a big movement with women, empowerment, all that stuff. Lipstick has to really, this is my opinion, and I try to throw shade out, I love her. Like, if you, if, because, like, I know she has a work ethic. Because when she worked for a previous company, I saw it in her. I saw her go to shit. I'm like, girl, why used to do this shit? But she did it, and that's why I loved about her. That's why I chose her as my partner. Because I know she is a hustler. That person, I'm kind of do miss just a little bit, is because, um, to me, I really feel like, some things happen, and you know, some people get down and whatever, and I understand life happens. But I feel like lipstick go back to the old lipstick that I knew. She will be, she probably way a seated more than me. But Not I think, but that. but does a ha- but does having a family impact that? Yes, because you have to go where the financial blessings are. And if your money is dried up in one area or is not making money, you just have to plant seeds, but you have to balance it with what's paying you. 
So right now, I'm still balancing a corporate job as well as what we're doing. So I may not be able to take we off of my. Mm-hmm. I may not be able to take off my corporate job for something that's going to pay me two, four hundred dollars because my corporate job makes more money in than, a day. Than, than make more than but listen, that's the thing you have to realize. You are getting in the media industry. People ask about you when I'm out. Okay. People want to see you. First if off, they want to see you, they got to pay to see you. If people want to yeah, see you, they to pay you to be seen. No, 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 no. And yeah. they, and they, and that they, time they is, really, yeah, the time because is money. I'm saying, but if you don't go, okay, let me mm-hmm. say this. This is not on her. This is hypothetically speaking. If you don't go nowhere, who's going to, why, why people want to book you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. However, I'm going where my money is. Right, right, right. So it's not that you're just ignoring one area but if the money isn't flowing I'll plant my seeds when it's balanced however I have to go where the money is because I'm planting seeds over here as well Mm -hmm. and over here my seeds are financially blessing me very well Right. So that's a good point so Cognac and and now in terms of like you know are you dating are you in a relationship yeah I am and so how are you able I wasn't I wasn't in a relationship when I got here last year think you was. I, I wasn't. Was. I got back I mean, with my ex. You may have been in a relationship. <laughs> we just didn't know. Or, uh, no, I, I, wasn't, think, I, really I think wasn't. they were in the process of trying to get back to No, me. no. Wait, he didn't start talking to we got to the radio. So, no, we wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was single. I was I was single. Tell us about this, Um, I really feel like um, <laughs> us separating. <laughs> Because it was personal. What happened? Addictions are real. I'm just gonna say that. Um, and sometimes Dick too bomb. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not that kind of addiction. Oh, he's like, a real. Like, no, oh. he in a crackhead, but no, he in a crackhead. But I'm just gonna say addictions are real. Uh, sometimes you have to separate yourself to tell people if you're not willing to change, you're fine. If you're not willing to change, um, you're not. I'm not gonna be in your life. And I'm just being honest and. He went, he, everything I asked him to do, he done it. And oh. right now, we're in an excellent place. Um, that's my bae. I'm good, we together, and that's why I love. Oh. But sometimes, you got, you got, you, you, you should not be scared to walk away. And I believe that if you are not ready to walk away, you don't need to be in a relationship. Because if it's meant for you, it'll be. <clears throat> However. Listen, what, what's going on? It was a double, another side to this equation because Kodiak had to grow up too. I did. Because some of the things that was being done, like that was the issue on that end. But on this end, you had to address some of your personal um, ways of communicating. Oh yeah, I don't know. I, I um I was a yeller. I was a one sided person. I was always right. I don't give a fuck what anybody and said. He was very, and he is still very selfish. But he's working on it. He's growing. He's growing. He's growing. Oh okay. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Being a giver has nothing to do with being selfish. You know, I feel like <laughs> I don't think I'm selfish. You are. It may not be selfish. Is it that he's selfish or is it that he's self-centered? Self-centered. Yeah, I think because you're being a giver, you're probably not selfish, but you may be self-centered a little bit. I was. Child, his mama called into the radio and said he's selfish and stingy. Those were her words. (laughs) Anytime somebody mama tell you something about their child. I will say that I've never met a Capricorn who wasn't stingy. I've never met one yet. Like Everyone I've met has been very stingy. I can't say nothing. They have lots of. I love my shout out to all my Capricorn friends, but they are very they're stingy, and that's okay. I'm a Capricorn moon, and I'm I can be tight with a dog. 
<laughs> so Tazzy, let's talk about. So you was in the last episode, you said that we had no rights to tell you for me to assume that you're not out here using your strap. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not using my strap. The th- the comments you made what? is you said your lack of a man or whatever the hell you tried to say about my the lack of dating. Yeah, and I assume that based on what you say to me because you're so busy, you're so I'm busy doing your feature film. No let me tell you, she, she is so she Tazzy is so busy shooting her film, she doesn't have time to read show notes, she doesn't have time to edit episodes, she doesn't have time to drop episodes. But I'm asking, you know, Prioritize, okay. So are you dating? I have a special someone in my life. I will say that, and that's that. Okay. I have a question. Please ask it. So with this, with this strap, right? If you have no one to use, well, don't ask that. Like, oh, I'm not can we can we move away from no, the strap? No, no, no. this is not. If you don't have anyone to use it on, do you use it on yourself? The peg? Yeah. No. You don't. Uh, oh, okay. It's, it's not. It's not a multi-use concoction. Like, but I mean, all you gotta do is hold it. No, it's like you gotta put it on and latch it. But you can't just hold it. No, 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 I'm not one of them. <laughs> no, not that happening. But I have somebody that's doing what I need them to do, so I'm good to go. Okay. I'm not calling you strap queen. <laughs> I'm not strapping this person because he's very anti all of that. So, yeah. To me, honestly, I think that's a homosexual. Okay, we're not going back to that. This is Because he don't want to get show notes so <laughs> we talked about on monday the foray of kfc going into now the chicken sandwich wars um yeah. did you guys before talking about kfc did you enjoy the popeye chicken sandwich i didn't go get that shit i did not partake i'm not waiting in line who gonna wait in line for a chicken sandwich i'm doing keto. my cousin and i ate it it was a popeye's by my parents house that did not have a long line and we had one and you enjoyed it it was a good sandwich. Was it all the fucking hype? Uh, no. Exactly. Well, hold on, because my mom had it. She said it was bomb. It's good, but it's not like... People Your mom wasn't one. No, but listen. <laughs> people have been fighting Popeye's workers for the nah, same. It ain't worth fighting people. Mama Patty about to fight. Nobody's no chance. It ain't worth fighting people for it. It was all It was so horrible. I seen people... I stayed in line, so I didn't hear For 90 minutes for yeah, my sandwich. The last and time we stood in line for something is when we had a ghetto burger at Miss Ann's snack shop. That was the last time we stood in line. And it was great. It was really good. You saw all the people that stand in line for Jordan's and they rent. R.I.P. Miss Ann. Well, my rent wasn't Damn, late for did. the Popeye's chicken sandwich, but I <laughs> love that sandwich. Right, it was delete good. that, please. I only laugh when I'm about to die. 
it was a great it was a great sandwich. But but KFC has moved Shit. to the chicken sandwich war where they are actually going to do chicken and donuts. A chicken yes. and donut sandwich. My husband spoke about that and he really So what do you guys think about that? Does it sound like something you would want to eat? Disgusting. He said, why? It sounds horrible. Are you fucking kidding? That's some coon, nasty shit. How dare you think? That sounds like a heart attack and a bite. They said donuts and chicken? Glazed donuts and a chicken patty in the But let me tell you, Mama Pat and the husband, they gonna be in line like, give me my sandwich. You know, people are. I'm not waiting in line for that nasty shit. He's gonna be the first one on social media. So I love donuts. Donuts is one of my favorite foods. I love donuts. I love donuts. However, you like the donut holes? (laughs) (laughs) No more drinks for oh yeah. Oh yeah, cold yeah. Did he say you like the donut holes? Say you like the donut holes. Say it. Say it. This is awful. But so with loving donuts, I must say that I actually there's a restaurant here in Atlanta called Delia's Chicken Sausage Stand. Oh, I hate. And she has a donut sandwich. It's a chicken sausage patty with an egg and two pieces of donuts, and it's great. But I do not like. Chick, I do not like KFC's chicken tenders, and it's gonna basically be the chicken tender on two donuts, and I don't think it'll be. They chicken. Good. You'll be surprised. I think it'll be something I would like. For a damn donut patty. This is something that I think that you know, uh, Konya, you talked about in the past. Our next story is that a 16-year-old boy was stabbed in a fight, and as he lied dying, witnesses videotaped the death without calling authorities oh to alert God. them. To the fact that he had been stabbed. Authorities in New York say a 16-year-old boy died Monday after being stabbed during a fight that erupted outside of a strip mall. And rather than help the injured teen or call 911, eyewitnesses recorded the death on their phones. I'm just going to say, we live in a fucked up society. And for one, I'm going to say there's no rules in the fighting. That's why you should not be fighting everybody you freaking see. Um, because. He, he was, was drunk, drunk, but yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you just gotta be well. That's a, well, that's the whole situation. Yeah, Let me he stop was that. Drunk. Well, for a person to sit there and record somebody literally dying, even him you, being drunk makes it worse. You have no morals. You have you really have no morals. But I'm against cameras and for cameras. Cause it was another issue in um, Lakeland, Florida, where three white boys beat up that little black boy, boy. Yeah. and they would never got indicted if nobody recorded it. Yeah. So but because I, they recorded it, it was now. Yeah, so I, I feel like it's a yin and yang. However, this is what I'm going to say about this because we have, we're in a society where so many people are so so happy. They're willing to take you to court and we talked about this before we got here mm-hmm. that a lot of the times even if they would have jumped in and did some type of preventive to try to save him and resuscitate him, you have people that still want to sue because you cracked a rib or something like that. So it's a catch-22. I do agree that they should have called the police while they're recording or whatever. However, even if they had have called, if they tried to help, you still have people that try to sue you just because. But some people don't have no doubt. What kind of morals do exactly. you have? I don't know. And you literally recording and laughing at somebody fucking bleeding to them. Yeah. I How the fuck did you sleep at night? I don't know. I didn't do it, so... 
it, it, it's really it's it's shocking. It's a very it's a shame. But I think it speaks to the, how society has become desensitized to exactly. crime, and how some communities that have been the victims of crimes over and over and over have also become desensitized and to overly it. stimulated. And overly and we stimulated. Take, and we make too many that mean to not work to be mean worthy. Some yeah. shit that's not meant to be taken a picture of, like. It was one time. This What's lady, an example of something that became a meme that shouldn't be a meme? If y'all might have seen this old lady, and I picture your grandma watching five damn grandkids passing by, somebody wanted to snap a picture. This lady didn't have a bra on, okay? Looked like she was about 80 years old, had all her great grandkids over there. Her niece was hanging low. Yeah. And somebody said, when you had a long ass day. <laughs> You can really tell that she was really fucking tired. Hey, I'm just saying, if that was my grandma, I probably would have made the meme. And saying. I was just like, that shit was not funny. Like, you could tell she was. It would have I mean, been funny. Kids, as hell. I mean, kids, and I would have seen kids to the on whole the whole family. And her breasts were way past her knees. Exactly, it's a long day. <laughs> literally. And literally. I said, that shit, that, that would have pissed me off. And that's like I had an old lady talking about. Eat my pussy in the old folks' home. You remember that time? That's yes, funny to me too. And I'm I was sorry. like, "Who the fuck records somebody great grandma talking I mean, I'm that, I'm that person. I did not record her, but I would do that. I would totally do that. That is not. Like, I would beat everybody as record. Oh my yeah, and I would probably send it to you and laugh. Well, I definitely hope that if that I, I unfortunately saw the video. Of the elderly woman in a nursing home yeah. saying she didn't ask anyone to eat anything. She's asked for a kiss. She said, kiss "Will eat. you?" She said, "Will you give me a kiss?" It's what she asked for a kiss. And I do believe that whoever was recording that should be terminated and possibly yeah. held liable for you know criminal charges. But that's also when you talk about criminal charges, something that is being discussed about three Georgia teenagers who were shot and killed in an attempted robbery. This happened right here in Georgia, in Conyers, in Rockdale. I mean, uh, in Conyers, Georgia. That's and a rough county, isn't it? No, no, it's in Rockdale, Covington. Uh-huh. Um, it ain't rough at all. No, it was three... I uh, think they deserved it. Isaiah and Reed, then, Jamie okay, Hernandez, and Brandon Gresham. But, but they were in ski mask. And you're in my home. I'm gonna shoot you. Again, I say it's no rules. I'm gonna so shoot freaking you. protecting yourself, bitch. If I see somebody in my, I'm gonna shoot you're you. You're in my home. I don't know how old you are. What family you come exactly. from? None of that. You're in my home. I don't know if you're gonna try to kill me. And they were. I'm they had. They you. were armed. I'm so these you. were three teenagers, and I'm they were armed. They were in ski masks. So they were in the wrong. They broke into this. They were going to rob a man at 4 a.m. as he was leaving his home for work. And they were gonna rob, and, and he had an they won't be robbing. Yeah, no he had an AK fifteen, and but and the he thing, shot and killed them. And it and he unfortunately says that he is severely traumatized. Yeah. And he is saying that he can't sleep, and he, he cried the whole night, especially when he found out they were teenagers. And yeah. I can understand that, and that's what people don't understand. Like you think about a quick lick, and you just trying to get money, but you don't understand how you can affect this person. Not if you just steal, but what if they kill? People you? work hard for their shit. Yeah. People work hard on their feet long fucking time for their shit in their house. I'll be damned if you break in my house. 
It's no rules. And this is, first of all, this is a grown man. Why are you yelling? His, it's a grown man. man. <laughs> his elderly mother lives with him. He didn't know what the boys was in this house trying to do. He didn't. Exactly. He couldn't. They had on ski masks. You couldn't see their faces. You didn't know they were children. They should not have been in that house. I understand these people having these vigils and they're mad. But y'all need to use this as an opportunity to educate these other young kids and tell them, don't be breaking into folks' houses. Don't be doing this. Don't put yourself into predicaments where you can end up murdered and killed because you broke into someone's house. Would it be better to people's over 21? No. Like, would it be less It sad? doesn't matter. But I, this is the thing. He's traumatized because he yeah. killed young he's kids. He's traumatized. They, oh. Yeah, he's traumatized because he killed young Go kids. Go get therapy. But this is the thing. Like... You broke in my house, I'm gonna fucking shoot you. Exactly. Like, point blank, period. Don't do that. So, you need to be educating these kids about not breaking in people's houses, not trying to be robbers and scammers or whatever the hell going on. Don't be trying to press charges against this man. He did nothing wrong. He was protecting No, he did not gonna press charges. I'm, I'm, I'm certain well, that. You know, it, this is a shoot first. I can't guarantee yeah. you in Rockdale County, he is not going to get <laughs> no. in any trouble. Um, the last thing that I really wanna talk about on our Tuesday episode is we talked about the Revolt uh, Summit that was held right here in Atlanta with our friend and entrepreneur, Sean Combs. Diddy. Diddy. Who is as straight as a ruler. (laughs) Straight as a ruler. And you and and Candace Owens was there. She's a black Republican commentator who is a major Trump fan and supporter. And she was defending the whole entire Make America Great Again movement and arguing with uh, T.I. Clifford Harris. So you watch this happen. Tell us about it. Till. Because this made like a lot of news. Oh, he, he, he didn't watch this in person then. Oh. No, I went to that. You went to that? Yeah, I went okay. to that. Yeah. I went to that. Shout out to Erica. Love you, boo. I want to say this. Being there was just, it was a freaking awesome movement. But watching the debate it was kind of long-winded. You know, I have a very short attention span. Yeah. But um, it really made me think about how we vote and what we think about. Because if you study history, black people was Republicans. Okay? Black people were Republicans because of Abraham Lincoln, who emancipated the slaves, and the Republican-controlled Congress. That and the Democrats back in the day didn't want the black amendments. So, I'm going to say this. Black people started to follow the Democratic Party after Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And that's what led many black people to follow and support the Democratic Party. Especially as Republicans became the party of racism in the 21st century. century, As they are still, to this day, the party of racism. I just think like this. Like, even when Tazzy had a good point. When she was talking about how Hillary... um, Did that shit to them people. Predator. She she was not a nice person. Hillary Clinton. Oh man, don't get him started. No, no, let me let me finish. Hillary again today. Didi, no, you cannot go on your tangent about Hillary. Go ahead. Okay, let's, let's bring it back to the topic. Conan, when was America great for people of color? Go. I'm gonna say this. Never. I really, Never. I truly, really feel like. We're not safe in this in this place of this world. It don't matter if you a Democrat or Republican. The white folks still look out for their damn self at the end of the motherfucking day. Always. So wait a minute. Let's let's just specify. I want you guys to money. sit down and do some research. Oh god. I want you to look at how Russia's 
interference in the 2016 election was targeted towards young black people like both of you. And they doctored images, they recycled footage, we still they voted for your girl. It don't matter. We make you hate Hillary Clinton. We voted for Hillary. I'm tired. And Hillary no, Clinton I'm, I'm about to did the more. So we're back. You know, I'll, I stopped it before Didi can go on his crazy ass tangent about his love for Hillary. But lipstick has a little bit something to add. So go ahead, lipstick. So this is my question when it pertains to the Clintons. Because Bill was the one that introduced that three-strike law. Right? So for me... Okay, that directly impacted my family because my daddy was a two strike felon. So how can you support someone who basically just disenfranchised a whole group of people who look just like you? Let's based see, let's, off of that? Right, that's a great question. So let's unpack it just a little. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Number one. Thank you. Number one. Mm-hmm. What was the very first conviction? Drugs. What Second was, was drugs as well. Again. I in no way, I don't know your father. And He's I will, deceased. I will never have the opportunity to meet him and no. to talk to him about this framework. And I wish we lived in a time then, like where we live now, where people were more focused on rehabilitation and more focused on restorative justice and more focused on chances and more focused on fixing the problem. Because now it's about the opioid crisis and a different demographic of drug user and drug dealer. Mm-hmm. But at the time when your father was convicted, and was given that final chance, he struck out. And as no, a result... No, he wasn't three strike. He was a two strike. Okay. But they created that the three, three strike law, which infected us directly because he was a bus driver. Right. That did not report his felons. But when they incorporated that, when they found out that he was a two strike felon, he lost his job. Mm-hmm. So basically, mm-hmm. you took away... But did he ever get his third strike? No, he did not. So it could be because of the law that was passed by the Clinton administration. Correct. It forced him to clean up his act because he knew the no, consequences were going to be so dire. He was clean before then. Mm-hmm. So for me, I will never support Hillary Clinton or the Clintons involved. Just like how you don't right. support Dave Chappelle or Kevin because, Hart because he Kevin wants to exactly. bust his gay son inside the head with a dollhouse. Exactly, and that's hypothetical because he hasn't came out with being gay or whatever. However, for me directly, that impacted me. So mm-hmm. I will never support Hillary or any of the Clintons because I was a child, and as a child, to see your dad have to explain to you why he was laid off from his job because of something that he did way back in the day that he still that now he has to still pay for it. even if he did his time he has to be accountable for it even though he's rehabilitated his life i still have to be accountable for something that i pay restitution for because you created this law to basically take the male figure out of the household the I same do not way they that's did that's why the law was created it wasn't a male it wasn't a, a law aimed at black line. males it was. it was a law that was universal for every offender out there it was for all it but wasn't just for black males when you look at the statistics it it basically affected the black home more so than the white homes just like the whole food stamp thing did back in the welfare system all that redlining I don't care we can go all the way back all of that still disenfranchised the African-American and brown home because it, I guess, it was some type of thing. President against the Bill Clinton was considered by many African-Americans as the first, I'm putting in air quotes, black president. Exactly. You mean to tell me that he purposely put these bills in place to hurt this community that was beholden to the Democratic Party? Yes. I absolutely don't believe that. What he knew, as every Democratic leader has known since that 
late 70s that the black vote is essential to them being elected. He would not have put policies in place to hurt the black community solely and alone if it was on purpose. What I believe is that he put policies in place that were meant to over the long term improve the quality of life of African Americans in this nation and I believe that those policies did so. Drugs were an epidemic in a number of communities that were led by African Americans. And white communities. And guess what? That is no longer the case in 21st century America. Because now it is what? Opioids. And And now they're creating not being impacted by those opioids at the same rate. It's us. It's people in the black community. Because they already implemented the the crack. Crack is cheaper. And you no longer have the heavy number of incarcerations because of it. But it's a different day and a different age. Personally, I am a huge advocate of Hillary Clinton. I think that she would have made a phenomenal president. When I look at Bill, when I look at Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, you can't make me believe for one moment that Hillary Clinton would not have been a better presidential choice. Now I do agree with you on that. However, I ain't st- I'm still not a vote for the bitch. <laughs> so you did not vote nope. for Hillary Clinton. Nope. nope. Did you nope. vote for Bill? Nope. I ain't vote at all because I'm not about to choose the, between two evils. And uh, the thing is, I pissed so many of my family off because I refused to vote because I. I mean, you I have, have that my right. own personal right. You have that right. Convictions against both, and I was like, I'm not doing it. Personally, I was going to vote for Bernie Sanders. And they cheated him. Yeah, and and to be honest, I understand why because he did not convey his plan about the whole student loans thing. So I get it. However, for me, I'm not. I just refused because I was there when my dad was trying to put in those applications. I helped him fill them out. I was old enough to understand what was going on and he never bounced back from that. Mm -hmm. So for it to directly impact me like that way, that's just like somebody who who parents were corralled because they were immigrants. And now you expect for them to vote for Trump again when they get of age, or or for them to well, support hopefully they'll never Trump vote for Trump. Like no, they're not going to ever do for that. For the immigrants, I do believe in coming in America the right way, because we might not work these jobs to immigrant works, but if some people, some places in Mississippi, they work those yeah, jobs. Yeah, but you have to do what you like. And they you, get lowball because somebody come in willing to work for four dollars. I get it. And you got somebody coming in who needs more than four dollars. That is not fair. Cognac, I, I do not know if you are a good person. I'm a very good person. <laughs> I do not know if I'm you are a good, good person. person. Now, Based on what you have said... This week over these, two, I can only imagine what you will say on Wednesday. But based on what you're saying now, you That's are a Republican. You I are, you are a Republican. We have this argument behind the scenes because he has Republican. You have Republican views, and don't even think know that. And it's absolutely. I'm not, but I, I like and you can be a Republican. You can be a Republican. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a Democrat. Candace Owens is a Black Republican. She wants to make America great again, and you can be right along there with her if that's how you feel. We'll be going to like 1595 or something when the Moors was over here. And Christopher Columbus hadn't sailed the ocean blue. I mean, that's when it was a great. So, do you think it is some places? I have family members in Mississippi, okay? Well, duh, you from there. Exactly. <laughs> from the Delta, from the place where there's nothing there but that damn factory supports the whole fucking city. I'm from there. And it's sad when you have kids and they're not going to pay you shit because somebody coming in cheaper than you. No, now, I get I Now, I'm not saying you're not allowed to be over here. I'm never going to say that. 
Well, I am going to say come in the right way. Now, the thing is... When you say come in the right way, but and I'm not saying you, you shouldn't... I'm not saying you shouldn't come in the right way. I absolutely believe that you yes, should come in the right way. But I, but I believe that there should be a legal path to citizenship for people who are here already, who are here by, of no fault of their own. And yeah, that's my concern and that's that. the problem. Yeah, that's not my issue. It is, it's, it's not just a legal path to citizenship. It's more so of a realistic path legal to, that's path. That's right, that's right. Because you have some people that die... They live their whole life waiting to become a citizen. And and it goes you can you and to think that you can have faith that this country would give people that opportunity in a fair way, especially under the Trump administration, I think you're living a dream. Especially when, I, yes. when you have all of these Caucasians that are here that immigrated over. Let's not even talk about that. The whole damn state is immigrants. No, it's not even the state. We're talking about all the way. Yeah, back. I mean like, America. This, like the whole this whole Turtle Island. Was not white. But I still would have been here. It's not white though. You're not white. It was what? Native Americans and Mexicans and Moors. So let's just be real. Like all of the Caucasians that are here are immigrants from some point of entry. When you look but at... But do you know... But do you not believe that it should be some type a of prime example, regulation? A there prime are, example. But it's not realistic. The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments of the United States Constitution gave unprecedented rights to people of color, free slaves in this country, including the right to vote. But immediately, states began to unroll those rights and implement things to make it impossible for black people to vote, like Jim Crow laws and poll tax and reading rights when no one ever taught free uh, people to read. Those types of things went into place immediately during the Reconstruction era and post Reconstruction. The same things are going to happen. The black community is not even addressed. But, but that's the, not the but issue. But the point of it is, there will never be a legal path to citizenship anytime soon because if we do that to black people, you don't think we're going to do even worse to our immigrants? And let's pause that right there because my issue with the whole thing that where people voted for Trump is the fact that if this if they're doing this to he does not discriminate between black or white. Like, his immigration, I don't care if you are white as him. If you are immigrant, your ass got to go. Period. In the infamous words of City Girls. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I am all about giving our... Immigrant but brothers we still and sisters, have black a clear path to citizenship. And the issue, that is the issue. The issue was we were trying to make America great. And when has it been great for people of color? Well, Never. clearly, Cognac thinks it's a great place. We're going to stop right there and we'll pick this you up. You are not going to cut off with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cognac wants to make America great uh-uh, again. You know he didn't say that. But, but th- there you had it, people. USM in the house. We're going to continue and on. And we got Mississippi State Rebels. Okay. We are not the Rebels. They we are Bulldogs. That's, that's a whole other school that's, that's based in racism and racist and ideology. We are Bulldogs. <laughs> we're Stormble, not, as they say it. Where we actually had <laughs> absolute wonderful and smooth integration. Uh, okay, well, we don't give a damn about y'all Mississippi Bye. We'll, we'll see y'all on Wednesday. Y'all tomorrow. Wednesday. <laughs> Check in. Bye, y'all.